today, Rinpoche gave a thorough explanation of the steps recognizing sentient beings are our mother, remembering their kindness, and wishing to repay their kindness that lead up to the realization of love. Okay, so uh, if everybody wants to turn uh, to 35, 36, 37 section of uh, Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, <coughs> Uh, once again, we're looking at the, is this okay? We're looking at the uh, section on training the mind and the stage of the path for beings of great capacity. Um, and then we're specifically uh, now arriving at the chapter on the seven-point cause and effect personal instruction, the seven-point cause and effect for realizing the mind that aspires to enlightenment. So when we look at uh, Lama Tsongkhapa's actual outline, uh, we see we have the gradual training, and then that's broken down into three categories. Training the mind to be intent on others' welfare, training the mind to be intent on enlightenment, and then identifying the spirit of enlightenment, the fruit of the training. So identifying bodhicitta, uh, which is the result of all of this training. Uh, so then further looking at the outline on page 36 in the English now, we have training the mind to be intent on others' welfare. Uh, so this is that subcategory that has two categories, establishing the basis for developing this attitude. So there at first has to be a basis um, created uh, that makes it conducive for the arisal of this attitude. So what is uh, this first basis that one needs to establish? Second, the development of the attitude of being intent on others' welfare. Um, so changing one's uh, self self-concerned attitude to one that cherishes others. Uh, so then 
then th that first category, establishing the basis for developing uh, this attitude, we have two categories, achieving impartiality uh, um, toward living beings, and then the second category of uh, having affection for all beings. Uh, so when we um, begin uh, with this uh, first category, um, establishing the basis for developing this attitude, um, we have uh, the points made within it of the categories that lead up to love through the force of attraction or through the force of affection. So when we look at the seven-point cause and effect for realizing the mind that aspires to enlightenment, we have first realizing, recognizing all sentient beings are our mothers. Um, the second category is uh, re remembering their kindness. Uh, the third category, wishing uh, to repay their kindness. And then in dependence upon these three steps or th these three causes, uh, we have the arisal of love through the force of attraction or the cultivation of love. Um, so, uh, and then that falls under the category of the development of the attitude of being intent on others' welfare. Uh, so we first go through the establishing the basis of this developing this attitude, and then we go through those two categories, and then arrive at the uh, uh, arisal of love, which is under the major heading, the development of the attitude of being intent on others' welfare. Um, so that's uh, how uh, the outline works, uh, and we'll move forward from there. Okay, Dixonam Che. ตาเซญญาบดรูบะตะยงกิญญาณบะจินตรูบะสญีกนอนเซญญาบดรูบะสนะตาสุสุกะดะญีปะมะสุมบะตะเลเนญีละชาบะตะดัลดาวะมะ
two points Lamentzon Kappa states. First, established, achieving impartiality toward living beings and then having affection uh, for all beings. So the first category, achieving impartiality uh, for, uh, toward living beings. What does this mean? When we look at the type of beings that we interact with, we have friends, we have enemies, and we have those who are neutral to us. Our friends we become very attached to. Our enemies we have aversion towards or hatred towards, uh, have some sort of angst in relation to, and our neutral, people who are neutral to us, we disregard. We have uh, uh, um, really no um, intention uh, one way or the other for. Um, so uh, here uh, we are trying to achieve what is called, at the first stages, what is called equanimity, um, which is an equal desire to aid all three types of these beings, of friends, enemies, uh, and neutrals. So we find uh, the importance of this um, in many of the great vehicle um, texts, but in the Guya Samaja um, text, which is the highest Yoga Tantra text, uh, we find the point being made um, that equanimity is really the, the foundation for all um, of the um, realizations of the great vehicle. Um, so this equanimity serves as a foundation. Um, so uh, equanimity, this equal desire to benefit all types of beings, our friends, enemies, uh, and neutrals, uh, is actually called a foundation, uh, is a basis for the arisal of all of these other types of things. So it's independence upon this foundation of equanimity and the water of love and the seeds of compassion uh, that uh, this, this great vehicle type of realization occurs. So this great vehicle type of love and compassion uh, actually occur. But independence upon, first, this foundation of equanimity towards our friends, enemies, and neutrals. And that's an equal desire to be of, of aid, an equal... Um, uh, so Dixa. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to begin. Okay, so we're going to begin moving forward a little bit. We're actually, if you turn to page 38 now. Um, we're going to begin uh, with the section where the seven points begin. Um, so uh, we have the first steps uh, under that heading that we spoke of again, which is uh, establishing the basis for developing this attitude. Um, uh, so uh, the first, so on page 38, we find the first uh, among the steps uh, of the seven-point cause and effect. Uh, and for those taking notes, the major heading now um, changes from impartiality toward living beings to having affection for all beings um, and in terms of the outline. 
Um, so under the having affection for all beings section, we begin that seven-point cause and effect, beginning with cultivating a recognition that all beings are your mothers. Uh, so uh, this is where we will begin, page 38, um, first step. ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、
Your births are also without beginning. Therefore, you have died and been reborn time and time again. There is absolutely no kind of body which you have not assumed in cyclic existence. There is absolutely no place where you have not been born, and there is no person who has not been a relative such as your mother. Um, so this is the first section, the establishment through reason. Uh, and then the next uh, category, number two, is establishment through scripture. Um, so we first have the signs and reasoning presentation, and then we'll have a sangha's levels of yogic deeds and the quote there. And this is the second point, the establishment through scripture. Um, so here it says, uh, uh, cyclic existence is beginningless, so our births are as well. Um, our own birth um, has no beginning. Uh, we, it says, therefore you have died and been reborn time and time again. Uh, we take on a birth, we live that life however long it is, uh, and then we die, and then we take on another life, uh, or born, uh, and then we live that however long that is, and then we die, uh, and then this process goes on and on and on. And that process has no beginning. It's beginningless. Um, so our own birth is beginningless, um, and what that means is there is absolutely no kind of body which you have not assumed in cyclic existence. So uh, in this beginningless um, series of rebirths, um, uh, these beginningless rebirths uh, that my continuum has had, uh, there is no body, whether it's a hell body, a hungry ghost body, an animal body, a human body, a demigod body, a god's body. Uh, there's no type of body that my continuum hasn't abided in, hasn't been uh, in, uh, and there's no place where whatever that body was, that somebody that was you know, in my continuum, uh, that uh, held my continuum, was born. So there's no place that my continuum, that I, I'll use the I because when we posit where, what is the continuum, where, what do we look, what are we even talking about, it's an I that isn't truly established as a translator's note, but it's this I. So this beginningless rebirth of this continuum um, has taken place. There's no place that this continuum hasn't been born. There's no type of being uh, we haven't been. Um, and there's no relationship we haven't had with every sentient being. So every sentient being has been our mother, has been our father, has been our relative, has been our friend, enemy, and neutral, etc. Um, so we've been everywhere there is to be, we've been everything there is to be, and we've had every relationship with every sentient being that there is to have. Uh, we've been in India, we've been in America, uh, we've had all of these experiences. Um, so this is the point that's being made uh, here. Uh, it's established through reason. Because of beginningless birth, we have had beginningless um, types of bodies, which are be um, beginningless types and beginningless places and beginningless uh, relatives, etc. So this is the, the, what we are analyzing, basically. These are the signs and reason that are being presented um, as a consequence <coughs> to beginningless birth. Um, so uh, this is the analysis section, and then we next move on to Asanga's levels of yogic deeds, where we have uh, establishment through scripture. Digsung Rimche. Less so. 
అనే యాభై జంగ సీనియకంగా జీవా మరపే రాంకి చివాళ్ళ తుమ్మ మేపరేస్ తను Um, so here, we state that cyclic existence has no beginning, uh, and, and our rebirths uh, have no beginning. So if we can establish that, we have beginningless rebirth, um, then we are able to look at other sentient beings and say, they're the same as I. Uh, they have beginningless rebirth as well. Um, so like myself, all sentient beings have beginningless rebirth. So. What does this mean? So where, uh, where um, does this all, uh, how is this all established? And we find Dharmakirti's Pramana Vartika Karika. Dharmakirti is co- commentary on the Compendium of Valid Cognition, uh, where there's a presentation of three signs to prove this uh, beginningless rebirth. Um, so it states that the, um, the breath, the consciousness, um, and the sense powers arise uh, from the like, not from a dissimilar class. Um, so what that means is, is where does the consciousness that we have come from? Um, so we would state that the consciousness comes from a previous consciousness, then we trace it back and we would say, uh, well, where does the consciousness of the child in the womb come from? So when we trace our consciousness back, we get to the womb and a, a being with consciousness in a womb, where does that come from? We state that that consciousness comes from a previous consciousness in an intermediate state that comes from a previous consciousness of, a, of an alive state before the previous life person died, which comes from the previous consciousness back to the womb the previous consciousness to intermediate state to the previous consciousness of the prior life. Um, so we say that the, when we look at the consciousness that we have right now, it comes from a previous consciousness. We trace it back to the consciousness we had in the womb. And then we state that um, that consciousness in the womb came from a previous consciousness. And we state there's an intermediate state in between de- death of the last life and the rebirth in the womb of this life. So we state that where does the consciousness in that bardo or that intermediate state come from? It comes from the consciousness of the life before it died. Um, So this is how we establish uh, beginningless consciousness. Um, We state that it didn't come from a dissimilar class or something different from it. It came from consciousness previous consciousness from previous consciousness. Um, And then when we uh, look at um, 
these uh, breathing in and out. We establish the th same thing. Breathing in and out comes from previous breathing in and out, from previous breathing in and out. And then we establish like a beginningless breathing in and out of some sort. Sense powers themselves, <coughs> the six sense powers, uh, come from previous sense powers that came from previous sense powers. And we can't establish beginning. We have beginningless sense powers that all came from similar class, that came from previous sense powers, not from something unlike, not from a dissimilar class. It's not possible. Um, so, therefore, if the sense powers and the breathing in and out and the consciousness is beginningless, then there has to be someone or s something that has a, a, a haver, a holder of that consciousness. Uh, so there has to be a being of some sort that was, had consciousness, that breathed in and out, and that had sense powers. There has to be uh, uh, um, an owner, if you will, um, in a very loose way. There has to be ownership or, or someone who has consciousness, who, has, who breathes in and out, someone who has sense powers. So if all of those things are beginningless, then that who has is beginningless as well. That someone who has these is also beginningless. So that's how we establish beginningless rebirth of this continuum. That this continuum has been beginningless um, and all of the things that within it are. So the holder of the consciousness and the consciousness. Uh, if either one are beginningless, the other has to be. So we find this as a note. So we find this beginningless consciousness, beginningless sense power, beginningless breathing in and out that establishes our beginningless rebirth. Uh, and so that's from Dharmakirti's uh, prominent Vartika Karika and how we since cyclic existence has no beginning, therefore consciousness has no beginning. My consciousness has no beginning, therefore your consciousness, other sentient beings' consciousness have no beginning. And then we find all of the consequences to that beginningless um, point. Okay, Digson. So then a doubt may arise, and one might think, well, why can't it just be from the parent's consciousness? Why couldn't the, the child have been somehow given consciousness by the parents somehow? And if that were to be the case, then if the parents were a scholar, or in very intelligent, the child would have to be that same aptitude of intelligence. If the parent was very, uh, was not intelligent or was a dullard, then the child would necessarily have to be that if it was the same consciousness. So then this, co this um, negates the possibility that it's from the parents because we don't find that pervasive consciousness that uh, where the parent is like this, so the child is necessarily like that. From a consciousness perspective. So, an easy, another way that might help 
someone to understand this is to look at a mango tree. Mango tree came from previous mango tree, from a previous mango tree. Non-mango tree has never been what has produced mango tree. So we find this beginningless mango tree when we look at it in those terms uh, because we don't find non-mango tree able to make mango tree. Less so. Um, so those uh, who uh, hold other religious beliefs also will have doubts um, because for the Christian tradition, the Hindu tradition, many traditions posit a creator God and just state God made all of this. Um, so that is their stance and this is what we as Buddhists um, so, if we were to um, posit this idea that uh, like our rebirth, like a, a mango tree, has this beginningless um, um, nature to it, um, if we were to um, explain that position to a scientist, uh, I wonder what the response would be. I think that a scientist would be able to answer that question. So uh, doubts arise in this section always. Doubt, this is a, a doubts, doubts, yeah. So this is uh, the section on Signs and reason, where we would say the Buddhist science, where we would say we, the use of uh, signs and reasoning. And that's why Jayan Sheba states that this specific section here is broken, you can break it out and say is the establishment through analysis. That's so then we state, okay, so you've established this by analysis, by signs and reasoning, but is this something that the Buddha said? Um, so then we find uh, in Asanga's levels of yogic deeds uh, uh, where Asanga quotes a sutra. So just as a translator's note, there are the Kangjur and Tanjur. The Kangjur are the pronouncements of Lord Buddha. The Tanjur are the authentic Indian commentaries. Asanga's uh, texts fall under the category of authentic Indian commentaries written about pronouncements of Lord Buddha. Um, so this is one of those texts. So where, we, where do we find this point? Even though we establish it with reason, did Buddha say it? And then Asanga states yes. Okay. What Mashi, 
So then we'll read uh, uh, from Asanga's Levels of Yogic Deeds. It says, Asanga's Levels of Yogic Deeds cites a sutra as follows. So the sutra, a sutra um, falls categorically under the Kangjur, the pronouncements of Lord Buddha. Um, so Asanga, whose texts are in the Tenjur, the authentic Indian commentaries, now is quoting Lord Buddha. Um, so it's from the levels of yogic deeds. Um, I have difficulty seeing a place wherein you have not been born, gone to or died in the distant past. I have difficulty seeing any person in the distant past who has not been your father, mother, uncle, aunt, sister, master, abbot, guru, or someone like a guru. Um, so here, Asanga is saying that when uh, quoted quoting the Buddha, um, and the Buddha is stating that in his um, all-knowing uh, um, wisdom, he is not able to see a place, the Buddha is not able to see a place or know of a place that um, a sentient being hasn't been born. So he's speaking to someone, but he's uh, just using that someone as an example of a sentient being speaking as you to everyone or you to a person, depending on where this sutra took place. Um, so have difficulty seeing a place where you have not been born, gone to, or died in the distance past. Um, so uh, you've died there, you've been born there, there isn't a place where not those things haven't occurred. And then Buddha st states there isn't a, um, a person that I can see that hasn't had every relationship possible with you. So the Buddha is saying, um, you've, you've been in all of the realms, the higher realms, the lower realms, and every sentient being that the Buddha states that he can see uh, has had every relationship with you. Uh, so uh, that's the point that's being made here, and this is the establishment of this beginningless nature um, in order to establish the main point that all sentient beings are our mothers uh, through scripture. Um, so this is the second part, uh, according to Jayan Sheba, where um, Lama Tsongkhapa utilizes scripture to prove 
this point. Digson. Okay, and now category number three uh, is once again um, more analysis or just uh, just more evidence. Um, so we have first the um, establishment through reason, and then we have establishment through scripture, and now we have more proof. I think that would be how it would translate: is more proof of of such or more proof of this. Um, so. Uh, moreover, all beings have not only previously been your mothers, but will also be your mothers in the future a limitless number of times. Reflect upon this and become convinced that all beings have been your mothers. Once you develop this conviction, you will then easily remember their kindness and so forth. If you do not develop it, you will have no basis for remembering their kindness. Um, so here, um, uh, the points are that um, not only have all of these beings in the past um, been our mothers, uh, but in the future, uh, they will again, lim you know, who knows, countless numbers of times. Um, so it doesn't, uh, so uh, as a translator's note, I asked Rinpoche before, this limitless number, um, you won't have a mother when you become a Buddha, so there is a limit to it. And Rinpoche said that that, means while you are not, while you are still a sentient being, not a Buddha. Uh, you will have this limitless rebirth. <coughs> so Rinpoche answered that, if that, just at, before, um, so I just wanted to translate that again because I had asked him that while he was explaining it last time. Um, so, uh, become con so you 
uh, they will be, uh, until we become Buddhas, the beings that are our mothers will be our mothers again, limitless times. And it says, reflect upon this and become convinced that all beings have been your mothers. So, uh, first, it's stating that you have to establish this idea that all beings have been your mothers to establish that all sentient beings are our mothers in order to easily remember their kindness, wish to repay their kindness, etc., etc. So this first needs to be there as the basis in order for these other realizations to occur. And if this basis is there, then it's very easy to remember the kindness and, and so forth. But without this basis, it becomes quite difficult. Uh, Dixon. <laughs> Mashid Julia Abjebaina and a Mashid Julia Abjebaina, Tene, Tinta, but the Tins was Chilabres, Joel Hala. Mashid Majina, Tinta, Tabasuji, Jimmy Rose, what about somebody? Less so. Um, so uh, one really needs to have this conviction that all beings have been our mothers. And then once this is developed, so reflect upon this and become convinced that all beings have been your mothers. Once you develop this conviction, you will then easily remember their kindness and so forth. If you do not develop it, uh, you will have no basis for remembering their kindness. So this section uh, has analysis and points that are made. Uh, it'd be interesting to present this to scientists and ask them to interpret it them s- as well. What the song do what it's under that and that much about teen temper, teen temper, what the song Santa Bayena, Mashe Goons over there is Mashe Goon, Jusela Tena Santos Tambayena, Jena Goomba, Jusela Matuba, Masan Tambayena, Jogons, Mashe Goons at Jena Goombata. So this is what meditation on all sentient, uh, recognizing all sentient beings are our mothers is. This is what meditation is. There are two types of meditation. There's analytical meditation and single-pointed meditation. Uh, if you are using reasoning and signs and so forth, then this is analytical meditation. If there is one focused point and no reasons and no um, uh, points, then this is single-pointed meditation. Uh, so in this case, we're using po- signs and reasoning, so this is analytical meditation that we're doing. We're analyzing these points to realize something, uh, whereas single-pointed requires no uh, um, no analysis, no reasons. Um, uh, okay, 
So uh, this is meditation on recognize, recognizing all sentient beings are our mothers. It doesn't have to be in some pious uh, or, or some, he said it, like a pious posture, uh, sitting in a specific position uh, um, and looking uh, very much like a meditator. Uh, you can be sitting, you can be laying down, thinking about this, you can be going somewhere, walking, all of this is meditation. It doesn't require uh, it, 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 us to have to be in some special posture in order to do meditation. Um, this can be done anytime, whether we're going, coming, laying down, sitting, etc. <laughs> Ah, so we see all of these things in people's cars, uh, blessed objects uh, to keep you from ca car crash and keep you safe, special protection cords and, and, and symbols and so forth. But really, the best protection would be th th thinking about this. Me this meditation. This is meditation, and that's the real protection, is meditation, thinking about this. So Rinpoche is saying that if you wanted to be kept safe in your car, it would be, you'd be kept safer by thinking about this than having some emblem or some sort of blessed object to keep you safe. This is the best blessing of the mind. This is the best way to bless the mind. So this is what we need to do in order to establish uh, the recognizing all sentient beings are our mothers. So the second category, remembering their kindness, uh, we find there are six different categories presented. Okay, so we'll take a short break, uh, snack time, and... Uh, We'll be back right after. Thank you. Shade of Sobodu. What the other children do, Mother? Tendent Catutel was a Saji to do a Tendent Catutel Guamander to your good. So um, this section now, we're moving on to cultivating a remembrance of their kindness. Uh, and Jayan Sheba states that there are six different points that Lama Tsongkhapa makes in this section. Two Put the Jebatar Gumbasha Tesa. 
Okay, so number one, the first point Lama Tsongkhapa makes according to Jayan Sheba is as follows. Okay, so. Um, so it's uh, page 38, uh, cultivating a remembrance of their kindness. Uh, Potawa said that uh, after, so this is Geshe Potawa, he's a um, Kadamp, great Kadampa master. Um, said that after you have recognized that all living <coughs> are your mothers, you will quickly remember uh, their kindness if at first you cultivate a remembrance of your mother's kindness in this lifetime. Do so in accordance with his presentation as follows. Imagine your mother clearly in front of you, thinking the following a few times. Not only has she been my mother at present, <coughs> but she has been so an incalculable number of times throughout beginningless cyclic existence. Um, so this is category number one, um, and here we find a presentation of analytical meditation and single-pointed meditation as well, uh, So, uh, where this first step is utilizing both of those things, you using single-pointed without reasons and signs and so forth, and analytical meditation. Uh, so, <coughs> imagine your mother clearly in front of you, um, so that, as a translator's note, could be single-pointed. Dig Nijiwa 
dago shaju se umaru ame tukun jure menyaru amang sezo majina bangasu mari ya yo maru seba do tsende ya tombonge to yone bozo dago shaju lo maru ya ne ame tukun poku dago de shabju de gero zo tene sebi tu zo pusinzinga washi shai twela charas maji sadu ne poku do amagi shal do se nyane Twelchar Sumaji Sumaji Kalajat Bogun Shamaji Rota Ne Najut 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 Omati Roma De Nobuke 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 Kalakai Deva Menroa Amago de Kansan Pogul Tewa Nobuke No Lukeshi Tanta Tukalo Ama kagi chigres ama tantu chie ma papugul chamba chigres keshi ma zawa labi shiji to tantu ji jungen ma ba jungen ma ba sos wa to ba dinye ba dere ta nye ba okay number 2 um as your mother uh, she protected you uh, from all harm and provided you all benefit and happiness. Particularly in this lifetime, she carried you for a long time uh, in her womb. So she carried you for nine months and ten days or so. And uh, if she wasn't careful, there's no way you would be alive. So there had to be some care put into her daily activities while you were in uh, the womb. And then when you were a helpless newborn infant, she held you to the warmth of her flesh and bounced you on the tips of her ten fingers. So Rinpoche just showed, he put his fans up and showed someone playing with a, a child. Uh, she suckled you um, at her breast, um, used her mouth uh, to give you soft food and to remove mucus from your nose. So she gave you milk and then whenever you were dirty, she wouldn't mind getting dirty to clean you um, and used her hand to wipe away your excrement. So in various ways, she nurtured you tirelessly. Tire, tirelessly. Um, so this is point number two made. Digson Rinpoche. Yeah. They are Zebi Tuso, Pazingoshi, Shayu Trolla Jarras, Shayu Trolla Jarra, Somuji, Kalayi, Nojudu, Nabuke, Kenyu, Nadu Keshi, Mazawa, Labe, Shijen, Tan Hazuji, Jungle Mabasus, what about Nibade? Nibade and Dua? This are. What's the last are? Yeah. Yanjelago? Oh, that Shai Pamatu Kangalo Chuk Kitak of Kayamaro, Kutuzajin Kuzul, so on to it. Ah, less so. So, when we want to, to see this um, 
relationship. Um, we can even see it in the animal world. When we look at a monkey, uh, and we look at a monkey's child, uh, the, the child has so much love for the mother, and the mother has so much love for the child. Uh, if we look at birds, uh, birds, you see this nurturing taking place where the dependence on the child has on the mother and the mother nurturing the, the young. Um, so we don't even need to speak of religion or Buddhism or Dharma to see this relationship and this love uh, that exists um, just looking at monkeys and looking at uh, uh, birds. So, uh, Rimeshe said at this point he'd address something that I had brought up to him where in the United States um, and other places as well, but we have this, um, some people really dislike their mothers or don't have this kind of relationship um, that maybe in a, uh, this Asian type of, in, the, in this book was written uh, from an Asian perspective and the parental child relationship might be different than that of our own culture. So we find at times where people say that, well, I, had, don't, I can't do this. I think of my mother and I become very angry. Um, I don't have this relationship with my mother. This won't help me to arrive at any conclusion. This will only anger me more. Um, so first, Rimache said, just first addressing that point, um, we have to look at um, the kindness that we were shown um, to the degree that we were by our mothers. It's considered a great wrong view for us to have anger and this hatred towards our mothers. Um, so this is something that we really need to work out first and foremost. Uh, it, it, so it, from an advice perspective, it's very bad. It's considered great non-virtue uh, to have this hatred or anger towards our, your mother. Um, so uh, this is something that really uh, needs to be worked on and, and taken care of. Rinpoche said that you know, carrying s someone in your womb for nine months plus alone uh, in, in is very difficult, and there's a lot of um, things that, that someone doing that has to go through that we wouldn't want to. Um, so at least almost an entire year we were shown that kindness. So if we, Rinpoche just said, we were talking at break, if we can't arrive at that, we can look at relationships others have or uh, look at the relationship of the monkey and look at the relationship of the birds and look at the relationship that others have with their mothers or others who have been like mothers to us that have those, those characteristics, we, we think of them. Um, so Rinpoche gave many examples. He said, those who are, we consider our mothers, uh, who might not be our birth mothers. But first and foremost, he said, we need to get rid of that anger at our mother in order for any of it to work. But in order for, if, if we want a tool to help us with this, 
we can think of others who are like our mothers, others who've shown us kindness, and look at uh, relationships others have. Okay. Two channel, Remache. Gonzo Pentogudu. So, what did that do? Machi Bezebi. Tadu, what did Sumba Tania Machi Bezebi debugge? Sumba, what did they are? Take one to do so. They are take one to do so. Zaton Tan, Chabi to the crew. They are take one to do so. Poor to go to Zona. I make Kala Degro, Momata, Kala. Charles on a Tolu Degro. What did they can each of the residents? They are Tegonji to so, Tebas and Rogotova, Kumbas and Kakumba, Sutrosity, my bad. They do so, Zawada, Tonga, Sahatonga, Ametegres, Charles on a Tolu Degres, do so, Gurdan, Pombi do so, and the Bogojovi Charles on Amal Jala Carreva Yena, Amakurong Pejima to be Jala Gangalo, Bogoljangres. Pombi do so, no ranky, Jim Madawa now, she is up. Susie Jalasa Chimbo, Susie Pijo Jimadawa Gangalo, Bogolishing it is, Cadinch of it is. What about somebody? So, number three, moreover, when you were hungry and thirsty, she gave you food and drink. When you were cold, clothes. When you were poor, she gave from your wealth those things which were very dear to her. Even more, what she gave to you were not things that she had obtained easily, but she had secured through great hardship while engaging in wrongdoing and receiving ill repute, repute and suffering. Number three. <laughs> Among Bugulu, what the Charles on a colored two son of colored Sahatoma degree, Charles on a little degree is what the Ujitana John Della to Nene Mages. I'm a Tawachabit in Bull Jala to Zogolo. I'm a little habit in Rayo, Maricale Mumijan Rayo is Della to Nene Mages. Diba Mizujin Sayore, Dugeta. Tangue Google Put 
I just have to make sure where each one starts and stops. I just want to make sure it's right. Deepa Dunya Dana Dampa. Great hardship while engaging in wrongdoing. Okay, so number three. Moreover, when you were hungry and thirsty, she gave you food and drink. When you uh, were cold, clothes. When you were poor, she gave from her wealth and those things which were very dear to her. Um, so then number four... Uh, says, even more, what she gave to you were not things that she had obtained easily, but that she had secured through great hardship while engaging in wrongdoing and receiving ill repute and suffering. If you suffered from illness, pain, or threat of death, your mother made the choice from the depth of, uh, depths of her heart that she would rather be sick than you sick. She would rather be in pain than you be in pain. She would rather die than you die. By putting this feeling into action, she did what was needed to alleviate these troubles. In short, contemplate how one-pointedly how your mother provided help and happiness and cleared away harm and suffering to the best of her knowledge and ability. To the best of her knowledge and ability. Okay. This one. Under <laughs> Nobody 
আমার নেবা হয়েছে যে আমি বগুল ফ্যাঁবাতা দেওয়া ডুগরে নেবালে জগরে ফেঁটে আলা সুবা নেবাতে জঙ্গে সেবা সেবি ছুই না ছুই না চিতু সেবা think that it's Napa Napa Dona Marangi Shetse Dona Marangi Shetse Ne Pogul Pembata Dovagna Dures Nebata Dunga Sewa Shigri Pente Balazua Sewa Shiba Na Nala Tijito Semba Wos Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I, I see what I did. All right. So number four actually ends at, by, um, by putting this feeling into action, she did what was needed to alleviate these troubles. Now number five starts, in short, contemplate one-pointedly how your mother provided help and happiness and cleared away harm and suffering to the best of her knowledge uh, and ability. Um, so that's number five. Um, so that one sentence goes into number five. I apologize um, for that. It, it doesn't break into paragraphs in the Tibetan the way it does in the English. So I have to figure out where the breaks are and while hearing the commentary. So it just... Okay. ロチタメバシチェナスタダゴンベマアマカディチェバイバゴンベネテダラゴンベティンタバゴンベティンタベロチタメバチェバイナチェネチタメバジュルチェバイナテネファマラスベンザシェジェラネマシマシェバシェラ
Okay, so number six. Um, by cultivating a remembrance of your mother's kindness, you will not remember it in just it just in words. Once you have given rise to such a remembrance, recognize that other friends and relatives, such as your father and your mothers, uh, and cultivate a remembrance of their kindness. Once, let me try that again. Once you have given rise to such a remembrance, recognize that other friends and relatives, such as your father, are your mothers and cultivate a remembrance of their kindness. Then do the same with persons toward whom you have neutral feelings. Once you have produced an attitude towards them with a, is similar to how you feel toward your friends, recognize that your enemies are your mothers and cultivate a remembrance of their kindness. Once you when you have an attitude toward your enemies that is like the one you have towards your mother, recognize that all beings in the ten directions are your mothers and then gradually with increasing extensiveness cultivate a remembrance of their kindness. So here, what this is saying is that you begin first... Um, with once you you get to the point where uh, you recognize this, then you move towards other beings uh, and and begin to expand your realization of all sentient beings are my mothers. So you you go through it in a way that um, is a gradual process. Uh, um, a gradual spiritual process. So you begin with your friends uh, and you look at your friends and your relatives and you, you recognize that all of these uh, beings have been your mothers. Uh, and then you look at those who are uh, neutral. Um, you think of peace, people who you have neutral feeling towards, not in a desire to help or harm. Uh, and you, you, you begin to recognize that they too are, are our mothers. And then lastly, because it's the most difficult to uh, realize and convert, uh, is you move on to your enemies and recognize that all of our enemies have been our mothers. Um, and then what you're trying to do is increase this meditation from one person that you're using, your mother, uh, and remembering kindness and so forth, using her as an example, and then moving it out further and further and further to your brother, to your siblings, to your friends, to the neutrals, and then eventually enemies, and you're increasing your object of observation as you do that to where you will eventually end at, up at all sentient beings. So you have this desire uh, to help all sentient beings because you realize that every single one of them are your mothers. Um, and and you arrive at that through all this analysis and so forth. But it requires first starting with our mother and thinking of these things and increasing it and increasing it and increasing it to the point where we recognize that everyone, friends, enemies, neutrals, everyone who has every single relationship to us, with us, etc., is our mother because they have been and it's the same continuum. It's the same exact continuum. It's not different ones. Um, so... This is how we increase the meditation so that we can arrive at what is needed, and that is recognizing all sentient beings are our mothers. So that's the, that's the, the heading of the first step, recognition that all beings are our mothers. So you do that by all beings, all sentient, limitless, countless all sentient beings. That object of observation can't just 
you can't start there. You begin by small and then increase it, increase it to the point where you end there. Dixon Rimche. That much about the tin temple of the Taji, that tin zoo, Marbe. Tin zoo de la Debijanga, Tin zoo de la Nanda, Mandu Janji, or the Tin zoo Kazu de la Guaman or Nayu, or Guaman or Nayu, the Sajinga. Okay. So now we've gone through the rec cultivation of recognition that all beings are your mothers, uh, and then cultivating a remembrance of their kindness. And now uh, we move on to uh, cultivating the wish to repay your mother's kindness. So we recognize that all sentient beings are our mothers, and that each and every one of those sentient beings that are our objects of observation have been kind in this same way because they are our mothers. And now we move on to this next step, which is a wish to repay their kindness. And there is referring to all sentient beings who are our mothers. Uh, so each of these uh, is a step which requires the prior. So there's five points in this section, according to Jayan Sheba, on cultivating the wish to repay your mother's kindness. Yeah. Tere Tanda what Mm-hmm. 
Okay, then the tambo. Tambo. Okay. Uh, so the, the cultivating the wish to repay your mother's kindness. These beings, your kind mothers, whom you do not recognize due to the process of death and rebirth, uh, are suffering and have no refuge. There is nothing more shameful than to do your best to liberate yourself from cyclic existence while considering these beings your mother, unimportant and uh, your mothers unimportant and abandoning them. Uh, Chandra Groman's letter to the student states, uh, while you see that your relatives are engulfed in the ocean of cyclic existence and are as if fallen into a pit of fire, there is nothing more shameful than to work for your own liberation, neglecting those whom you do not recognize due to the process of death and rebirth. Um, so here it's stating that uh, all sentient beings, uh, while you see that your relatives are engulfed in uh, the ocean of cyclic existence. So it's saying that uh, um, you see that all, all these sentient beings who are related to you, who are your mothers, are engulfed in cyclic suffering, in the suffering of cyclic existence, the, we call it the ocean of suffering. So that's speaking of samsara, the suffering of cyclic existence. And it's speaking here to a Hinayanist, or a Theravadan, saying... Uh, there is nothing more shameful than to work for your own liberation, so for your own nirvana, uh, when you see that all of these other beings who are your mothers are caught in cyclic existence. How could you just work for your own welfare? It says, neglecting those whom you do not recognize due to the process of death and rebirth. So you've forgotten them because you, of death and rebirth. You don't remember they're your mothers, um, but they are. Uh, and if they are, how shameful if you don't work to help them. Digsa. Kala Tunyato, Sane, Dine, 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 Guru, Kuzontes, Amal Dinezuagsantangures, Deniles, Lomalajiba Izero, Lomalajiba Denile, Sheba Bona, Tawa Jam, Manubes, Pujo Amal Jenna. I Shambalatin, Nessun, 
Jomende Bone Ruamaro Tashi Shilong Sushi to Shedon Sushi to Shedon Yuan Taiba Tuba Lejan Sijan Goda Mari Tumbi Samba Gubi Ludujan Padam Padam Pachuru Naji Tala Nyanguru Shibi Pentaba Tada Tane Jibur Tawashiba Rani Katashiba De Dagi Tumi Tumares Digamares Tele Chuji Dua Dunga Tele Chuji Duangume Nether Jile Melanta Nechesonzo So what the Bato Niba de Lendua Niba Tezemudua Long Nee Okay. Um, so, uh, number two, therefore reflect, if abandoning such kind beings is unsuitable even for disreputable persons, how could it be appropriate in my case, and then assume the responsibility to repay their kindness? The same text states, the infant on the mother's lap cannot do anything. Rimache said, it's just like a bug. You, have, you can't get do anything whatsoever. And suckles milk, which flows uh, um, through love. While through that same love, the mother endures many hardships. Who even among the very disreputable would like to abandon his or her mother? Uh, who even among the most disreputable wants to leave and abandon those who provided a home, who carefully looked after the child with compassion, and who are afflicted without refuge and suffering. Um, and then we have a quote from uh, uh, The Praise of Infinite Qualities. Uh, let's try it. Triratsna uh, Dasas, Praise of Infinite Qualities, states, It's not my way to liberate myself while abandoning these beings, whose blind ignorance ruins their intelligence, and who are fa my fathers and children, serving and lovingly helping me. Thinking this, I made aspirational prayers to liberate these protectorless beings. Um, so that's um, number Nipa? Nipa, two. Nipa Tsaro. That's one. That's Tsar. That's one about the one that's at 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 the one that's Penacarje Ursana, Saji Penagin and Digre, Same Gugurus, Tibaina, Ona, Penagetabushi, Shanyana, Marangi Jan, Ku, Ne, Dunjur Jetan Totes, and the Ku, Longer Pensons of a Lai Longer, May Longer, Pensons of a Taja Amakurum Hamatu or S, Tunakutanda, Kual Kuduare, Saji Pentu and Digmaris. Saba may be Tabaltia, Sanji Saltia, or the Niji Gugur Sunday is at it. When I penance about Chitabu Shanjana, Maranki Jan, Kui Denju Jetanji, Tote, Tata Tanji, Ne Maluba Mess, Amakurung Haman Ladan, Ladan, Madan or Denji Pansus of Mabutuare, the Tokan Aman Lutabres, Maluba Me. Then I just sent these in a doggy. Then when she knew Moby, Dungy Lumpy Wonky, um, Hene, uh, 
Okay, so number three, how can you repay their help? So here we have a question and answer um, the Lama Tsongkhapa is present, presenting uh, where doubts may arise. Um, how can you repay their help? No matter how much wealth and happiness your mothers obtain in cyclic existence, it all deceives them. Thus you must repay their help thinking, formerly my mothers were seriously wounded because of the madness of the afflictions of the afflictions possessed them. Then I produced a variety of suffering, further sufferings for those beings who were already suffering as I ap applied sea salt to their deep wounds. Now I will establish these beings who lovingly help me in the happiness of liberation, nirvana. 
and then Baba Vega's heart of the middle way states, furthermore, like applying salt to the wounds of those who have been possessed by the madness of their afflictions, I created suffering for those sick with suffering. Now what else is there other than nirvana to repay those who in other lives help me with love and service? So um, all sentient beings have uh, helped me, have been my mother. I've harmed all sentient beings. And just uh, regular wealth, just the excellent qualities uh, are the, um, the material things that we find in the, the realms, in, in the higher realms, um, uh, wouldn't truly help if we wanted to repay our mother's kindness. So uh, the way we can truly repay uh, kindness is by offering liberation by offering uh, cessation of suffering um, because just the excellent qualities within cyclic existence are fleeting um, and it says that our our mothers it says are it says we're wounded because of the madness of their afflictions and Rinpoche said it's like the Glamazonkapa is comparing it to like a gunshot wound an actual wound um, that someone has uh, and that's what the afflictions do to us it wounds us it makes us not able to um, get out. Um, so here the plan is to try to then give back what has been freely given by our mothers to us and give them happiness because we know that wealth and things that we think lead to happiness are impermanent and can't completely help them. Happiness in this case is nirvana, is liberation, a pure happiness, and that's what we want to give to them. Uh, so that's number three, and we'll end here, and uh, we'll get back to this. He said, uh, we'll get back to it next time, Rinpoche said. Yeah. And thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll do the concluding prayers. And don't forget that we have class this Wednesday at 9 o'clock, and uh, that's it including mandala offering and dedication prayer. Class only for those who are not Buddhists. You know, if you get enlightened between now and then, you don't need to come. It could happen. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source. In happiness, powerful Abhukateshvara, Tenzin, Yatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kinsar Wandak, holder of scriptural and realizational doctrines spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts of exceptional wisdom and perseverance.